The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You chose to take a journey down a long and dangerous trail Chose to serve your country and we know you served us well But now you're back and it's our duty to keep you safe and warm Shake your hand and welcome you back home with open arms We're America, your family, the land of liberty We're thankful for your sacrifice, your fight to keep us free We are America And we truly do believe You're the backbone of our nation Thanks to you we're living free We're a quilt of many colors And we breathe red, white, and blue We're America, your country And America wants you It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, along with his co-host, Linda Crater. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray with his co-host, Linda Crater. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network. Today is April 29th, 2014. If you didn't follow your extension, you're screwed. But my name is Gary, Gary Ray. <laughs> now that's a way to start. <laughs> that's right. I'm Gary Ray, along with my co-host Linda Crater, President and CEO for VeteranCaregiver.com. How are you doing, Linda? I'm doing just fine. Thank you, Gary. I, I thought right. that was a very interesting way to start today. <laughs> yeah, I, I, for a lot of people it would be. <laughs> Anything exciting happened in the last week, Linda? Yes, uh, with Mrs. Eggleston, uh, Charles's wife, who is on with us today. We gave a wonderful caregiver workshop yesterday down in Norfolk. So there are a lot of arms reaching out to help both our veterans and their families. And I'm just really delighted at the reception that all of the education and information brings to people. We all have to keep reaching out into the communities where it matters. That's true. Uh, speaking of Pamela, we also have Sergeant, uh, Staff Sergeant, Charles Eggleston, U.S. Army, Commander for the Military Order of the Purple Heart, Maryland. How are you doing, Charles? Everything's great. Just a nice rainy day here in Maryland. And, you know, I don't, we, I, you know, I guess it's rainy over this whole part of the U.S., so, you know, I'm not the only one bragging about that one. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. We also have Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former Deputy Secretary for the Veterans Administration, Maryland, and also past commander uh, for the DAV. How are you doing there, uh, Bill? I'm doing great, and I endorse everything that everyone has said so far. Good. Right. We're doing okay so far, then. <laughs> All right. 
We also have Mr. Jim Klug, National Public Relations Director and National Historian for the Military Order of the Purple Heart. Good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Gary. All right. Well, before I forget, I just want to mention we need five Purple Heart recipients that live in the Pinellas uh, Park, Florida area. It's very important, and you need to call the state commander, which is Richard Hunt, uh, Chapter 0071. You need to call him. Here's the phone number. It's 407-579-6190. Give him a call ASAP. Uh, He needs uh, your help. All right. Now... What I'd like you to do, how many years have you known our guest, Jim? Goodness, I met Bill back in uh, 2009 at my very first national convention, and uh, I've got to be frank with you, uh, from that day forward, I knew that Bill was somebody that uh, was a doer and a, and a shaker, and uh, we have been steady friends since ni- uh, 2009. All right. Well, since you are a personal friend of our guest, why don't you go ahead and introduce him? Well, he has a beautiful bio. Bill Everett served in Vietnam and was wounded in 1967 while serving with the 11 Armored Cavalry. He was leading a convoy that was ambushed from both sides of the road by VC troops. Though hit by rifle fire himself, Bill helped get the casualties to a vehicle for evacuation and provided cover file while the wounded were driven to safety. He was awarded the Bronze Star with V-Device for his bravery and the Purple Heart for wounds he sustained in that conflict. Later in tours in Vietnam, he was awarded two more Purple Hearts, two Silver Stars, two more Bronze Stars with V-Devices, the Soldier's Medal, the Air Medal, and earned that were all earned in subsequent uh, battles while serving a total of four tours of duty in Vietnam. Patriot Everett retired from the Army Army after 21 years of service, and in 1984, Bill joined the Military Order of the Purple Heart while living in Summers Point, New Jersey. He he started and helped start up that new chapter in that area. That's chapter number 155. It wasn't long before Bill was hired by the Trump Organization, where he worked for 19 years as the facilities manager there. Following this, he moved to another area in New Jersey where he worked in a managerial capacity for several more years. Upon retiring again, Patriot Everett moved to Baker, located in the Florida Panhandle, and transferred to Chapter 566. As a member of that chapter, Bill held almost every leadership position. At the 2010 Military of the Purple Heart National Convention, Bill was elected as the Region 4 Commander a post he continues to hold today. Patriot Everett was MOPH National Patriot of the Year in 2008 as well as to, uh, to 2009, and he received the Military Order of the Purple Heart National Commanders Award at our last convention in 2013. Bill and his wife, Jackie, seem to always be busy helping veterans. Patriot Everett Everett's military service in the United States Army, his efforts efforts and leadership as chapter and department commander, and his exemplary leadership as Region 4 commander have brought great credit to himself, the region, the departments, and the chapters of the military or to the Purple Heart. It is honestly my privilege to introduce Region 4 commander William Bill Everett. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much, Jim. I really appreciate that. Well, it's all true. 
<laughs> that would be you, Bill. Yeah. All right. Well, it was my it's my pleasure. It's my privilege, and uh, we enjoy it. We we get a we get a big kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, all right, Linda. Did, Linda, did you want to start off the uh, interview? Well, I think that we've had a number of um, participants from Purple Heart, and I I know that we had originally talked about talking about the mission of the Purple Heart, and I think that I believe our viewers, our listeners, rather, excuse me would really love to hear about the programs because the mission is very clear and it's to help our families and those with Purple Hearts and those without. But I'd love to hear more about the programs that are running, especially in his area, in Bill's area, and those that are running nationwide that have a great impact on our now new patriots. Well, uh, I I can tell you this. uh, Our service programs are are, uh, second to none. Uh, we have one service program, uh, NSO, NSAs, uh, where we uh, help uh, other combat wounded veterans and other veterans receive the benefits they deserve wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And uh, going, I'll go back a, a couple of years to give you, a, for instance, that fiscal year 2012, or the, uh, the first nine months, uh, we were able to provide and recoup benefits of a total of $298 million to uh, combat wounded veterans. Wow! And and in the year of 2013, only in the third quarter, uh, that's uh, uh, not very long ago, uh, we were able to provide uh, 240 million dollars to needed veterans. And so far, uh, we're on the mark of uh, 2014. We're looking uh, to uh, excel uh, past the uh, 3.5 million dollar uh, benefits to uh, veterans, needed veterans. So that's one of our programs that. Uh, that we're really uh, we're really proud of. Well, understandably so. And so, it, the benefits would be one of the um, the veteran service organization officers what they are working on. I was intrigued yesterday to discover that you were also involved very closely with some innovative uh, traumatic brain injury work through the yeah, DOD. We're, yeah, Perhaps we're, you we're could doing share a, some info on a, that. Yeah, we're doing a lot of publicity on that. Uh, uh, there is a program out there now to where we're donating X amount of dollars to uh, buildings to be built on uh, military sites to uh, study and uh, take care of uh, TBIs, uh, post-traumatic stress. Uh, you name it, we're going to try to take care of it and cure it. All exemplary. And I understand, too, that hyperbaric work is done, stem cell research, some very innovative ways to look at um, treating traumatic brain injury and PTS. Would that be correct? Yes, ma'am. Amazing. How did that get started? Well, to tell you the truth, I don't have all the details on that. You'll have to talk to either Jim or talk to our national commander about that. They have more information on it. Okay. All right. Commander Everett, uh, what what is the uh, military order that Purple Heart planning on doing to attract more um, um, Iraq-Afghanistan veterans? Well, we uh, we we really do a poor job on uh, publicity uh, as far as uh, recognition and uh, getting our, our what we really need to do. So we have to come up with innovative programs to get our names in the newspaper and uh, get our memberships uh, socializing with the civilian population and get get known again back on uh, a lot of military bases. Uh, we've come up with uh, a program. Uh, 
where we identify uh, cities, uh, counties, uh, states as military war or the Purple Heart designators. Uh, that is running uh, ex- extremely well. In fact, uh, uh, if you pull up a map, uh, if you went on the uh, militaryorder.org and pull up a program and went into Purple Heart Trail and look at the map, you would see that Region 4 is almost completely purple, and that covers uh, eight, uh, sorry, seven states and, and part of Puerto Rico. Uh, believe it or not, this uh, enables us to get out and see and also identifies the Iraq and Afghanistan personnel to come into the order. They, they see what we're doing, and they understand what's going on. We throw a lot of uh, barbecue lunches, uh, invite them in free of charge, and uh, let them mingle with the, the old-timers and uh, let them see what's going on. And uh, uh, they decide to uh, join the organization because they see all the good that we're doing. Uh, but it's with an understanding that these individuals uh, that need our help, once they get our help, they still uh, need to take care of their families, they still need to do their job, and they still need to uh, make sure that everything is okay on the home front. So uh, we don't require a lot from them. Uh, we take our, our, our true retired military personnel and uh, really put them to work, and, and we just... Uh, let the Afghanistan and Iraqi uh, veterans uh, do what they can, uh, and, and it's a big help. They, they're doing a big help, and they're getting a lot of visibility from us. All right, all right. Well, we're going to quickly jump into a break. I'm Gary Ray, along with, listen to this, Linda, Bill, Jim, <laughs> Charles, and our, and our guest, Commander Everett. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with Commander Bill Everett. And, uh, sir, how can the military order the Purple Heart help our uh, veterans that are coming back readjust to uh, uh, civilian life? It's, uh, that is very difficult uh, to come up with because everybody's got their own opinion and uh, nobody has really sat down and, and, and did any experiment and said, well, this is the solution to the problem. Uh, I can give you some background on Vietnam and then bring you up to date to, to this position now. Is, uh, in, in Vietnam, when we come back from Vietnam, most of the uh, personnel were mustered out almost immediately as soon as they got back from Vietnam. So you can imagine what the culture shock was when they first got out and started mingling with the civilian population. Uh, And when they went home, they went home to civilian personnel who had no immediate understanding of of how the military worked or what was going on in Vietnam. And you have to remember also, at the time, there was still a draft going on, partly through the uh, Vietnam. Now with Afghanistan and Iraq, it's all a, volu- all, all a volunteer uh, military organization, and uh, we are still having the, the same problem, and we're having a very high rate of suicide, which is, is a going about one a day, or maybe, uh, I misquote, maybe it's one an hour. Uh, I think it's one an hour now. Mm-hmm. And, and that is really serious, and, and, and what is causing it? It's because of the culture shock coming back. Uh, people don't understand. Yes, we are coming back with post-traumatic stress, and, and the sad thing about it is we understand what it is now, but we don't do anything about it to the individual. So when we come back, they need to go through a discretion-type period of time, maybe 30 or maybe 60 days, to where they can cool down and talk about what's going on, what's, what, what makes them feel anxious, and so on and so forth, and maybe introduce them to some programs from post-traumatic stress and go ahead and assume that they do have it. Uh, hell, I was back, uh, at one uh, for my wife, Jackie, who said, you know, there's something wrong with you. She said, you don't really act, supposed to act that way. And this is after we got out of the military. Uh, and that's when we figured out we had post-traumatic stress. Uh, while I was in the military, I was fortunate enough to stay in the military, so therefore I wasn't exposed to the complete civilian life that everybody else is. And, and most of the people around me figured that a command sergeant major is supposed to act like that anyway, so they didn't, you know, say anything. So that's part, part of our problem. And in order to solve that problem, we need to start paying more attention to everybody coming back, whether he's a, <clears throat> a wounded veteran or if he's just a veteran coming back from uh, a tour of duty in, in combat. It, we need to slow yeah. it down. We need to slow down his pace. We need to pay attention to him and her and find out what they're, what they're dealing with. And we're not doing that. We're discharging them and getting rid of them and letting somebody else to take care of them. And that's why VA is so overburdened. Bill, as you look at the returning veterans, are you also taking into account the need to educate and inform the family members as well to broaden the safety network? That's one of the most important things. If if he's got a supporting family, he can get through it, or he or she can get through it. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't uh, have a supporting family, or nor if they don't understand what's going on around them, 
uh, it's not going to help any. And, and that's why we got so many alcoholic problems. That's why we got so many drug problems. That's why we got so many people committing suicide. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's Bill, this is Jim, and I agree uh, completely. The uh, we uh, almost every one of us that came back from uh, active duty have felt uh, somewhat ashamed of not being able to carry the burden of that service into our uh, civilian life, and it's been a real challenge for each of us. And uh, uh, military of the Purple Heart is through through Commander Seibel's is now trying to reach out in a in a in a real forthright, uh, uh, direct manner to touch base at all of the veterans that are, uh, as much as possible, that are uh, leaving active duty and making that transition as seamless as hopefully possible, recognizing, uh, as we do, uh, more significantly, we uh, promised never to leave another generation of service veterans as isolated as we felt as we returned from Vietnam. And so I'm proud of what the order is doing and what we continue to do and research and, and strive to find out pathways to solve the problem that is absolutely got to be addressed. The figures of losing as many as 22 a day is absolutely staggering, and uh, that has to be curbed um, immediately. One of the things that, uh, that Jim just said is, uh, and I'll, I'll elaborate on it, is uh, our national commander Ron Siebel also uh, put in in the force a, a new uh, director for uh, women veterans issue, uh, which is no other organization has ever done before. And uh, a lot of people don't realize how many females are coming back from uh, Afghanistan and Iraq that are veterans. Uh, although there's a lot of females in the military, not every um, not all of them go to uh, combat zones, but we are getting them back. And some of those people are coming back wounded. And I have. Uh, one of uh, in my chapter, I have uh, one female who is a wounded veteran. In Florida, we have over seven. Uh, I don't know what the uh, the toll is in national uh, MOPH. I think it's about 140 some. That, that's staggering. Not and, uh, to mention the fact that the VA is not able to provide the treatments to the female vets that they can to the male ones. And an inpatient PTS program is a two-year wait. Two years. Two years. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that sad? And yes, the reason why that happens is because the dynamics around the female veteran populace that's returning from war is at 80%. 80% has psychological injuries coming back from war that's mm-hmm. served in close proximity of the combat zone itself compared to supposedly 50% of male counterparts are affected with PTS. What's basically happening is the female populace is they're more emotional, so they just tell the story the way it is, or they draw back into that ball, so you figure something is out, something's wrong. And the male popula- population is a manly thing not to be injured. I was one of those individuals that even I was blown up and I went to medevac. I was I, I didn't consider myself as an injured person. Uh, and there's no way you can see death taken in front of you, you know, death and lives all day long being taken in front of you every day and not be effective, you know, the, the PTS, PTSD. Well, you're also bringing up a point. Oh, sorry, Charles. Uh, You're also bringing up a point that they have fewer peers, and when they come back and the relationships are shattered, they don't have as many battle buddies with which to call upon. Because not everybody goes through the same experience in big units. There's so few of them by number 
that they end up with some very different rates of homelessness, PTS, they have children, the divorce rate is extraordinary. And it's not that it's worse, it's that it's different, and the VA needs to adjust to doing both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But the the thing I really like, which you you guys are doing down in Florida, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, is that... uh, me, Linda had brought me up on this uh, about a week ago. Uh, University of Southern Florida, uh, SFU. Uh, they have the they had a cutting edge along with Duke with TBI research to the point that the NFL and the VA and DOD say, "Hey, we'll give these guys money to do the breakthrough research on this." So. You know, my hat's off. I don't like Florida, but my hat's off to <laughs> the University of Southern Florida. No, because it's always nice there. There's mm-hmm. always bad weather up here in Maryland, you know, mm-hmm. until the summertime comes. It's either too hot or too cold. But, uh, you know, with through the graciousness of, of what y'all are doing down at Commander Abbott, uh, Military Purple Heart gave the VA $1.5, over $1.5 million last year in part of this research for TBI and PTS is an applet that goes on each one of our iPhones. So I think you, um, you, you actually, you know, search PTS app, and your biggest day you'll see Military Purple Heart and VA underneath it. And that's one great, you know, app, applet that, you know, the, the young crowd from Vietnam, career in World War II, had the forevision of seeing that we young guys like myself coming out of Iraq, Afghanistan, we wouldn't have had a clue to it. So I always salute my brothers in arms and always salute, mm-hmm. as we call, our generations, the greatest generations before us because we've lost control and we really don't have sight because so, you know, the actual media is hijacked, really, mm-hmm. the livelihood and their, the family essence of recovery. So that's me as a new wounded warrior and a new returning warrior coming back from the field perspective. Not like you guys were World War II, Korea, Vietnam. They may, have, they may have thrown things at you, but you know something? At the end of the day, they still respected you. Here, less than one, half, one percent, you know, serving. And some, some, you know, appreciate it, but some don't even care unless it's affecting their family, unless it's their loved one. And it's not I even, agree, Charles. you know, it's not even, it's not even meteorized in, anymore. They don't even talk about the guys we still leave, you know, that die in combat. We just lost over 10 the other day. Five right. went down the helicopter, five more got killed on the ground. You so, know, Charles, you bring up a really interesting point. Um, when we are talking to caregivers and or vets or both, and we ask them, what is the impact to, of your injury and or of your caregiving and if you take into account the family members on both sides, friends, uh, people at work, if you happen to be reserve or guard, the numbers are in the range of 200 people are affected every time someone is injured by the family or the person taking care of them. That is a big number that goes far beyond just that one person. And I think the communities are paying attention and trying to reach out and help but it's going to be a process of constantly making them aware. That's true. Wow. 
That's true. We're going to take a quick break. We do have a press release coming very soon, hopefully this week. American Heroes Water is the first of several consumer products that will be sold nationally to benefit the Military Order of the Purple Heart. American Heroes Network and the Military Order of the Purple Heart Service Foundation have entered into an exclusive product support agreement that will benefit many. We all look forward to welcoming American Heroes Water and American Heroes Network Cause Apparel into commissaries, veteran service organizations, food service locations, as well as retail outlets throughout the U.S. Look for American Heroes Water, powered by American Heroes Network on your local retailer shelves July 4th, 2014. Be sure to go to our website, theamericanheroesnetwork.com. Enter into the sh- what they call a shirt poll. You'll see it once you get to the site. Let us know which designs you like best. These designs will be part of the American Heroes Network cause apparel. Uh, and they'll be at your local retailers real soon. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda, Bill, Jim, Charles, and our guest, Bill Everett. You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo@americanheroesnetwork.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. 
Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Commander Bill Everett. And uh, Charles, you had a question about the, uh, rather, maybe some facts about the uh, military uh, order of the Purple Heart uh, visibility. I want to ask, our, uh, I guess, our historian, since he's online, on, on, online with us right now. Um, if I'm a new veteran coming off the street, like I was, a Purple Heart recipient, I had no knowledge, no information about the military order of Purple Heart other than they do cars and they take your clothes and all this stuff. Tell me something about the legacy, the lineage, and the discovery of the military order of Purple Heart. And how do I become a member? Well, Charles, uh, uh, this is Jim. Um, I, uh, I, I think you've, it was say, I think it was stated earlier that uh, sometimes we uh, laugh in our order that, uh, and kind of chuckle over the fact that it appears at times we're one, a real secret uh, organization. In spite of trying to reach out to as many of the veterans, uh, most of us didn't hear about the military or the Purple Heart until many subsequent years down the line. We're trying to change that in a real forthright manner. Uh, we've talked about the casualties that uh, we are also upset about as we uh, watch those numbers mount every single day. Mm-hmm. So we try to be real uh, public. Uh, the Purple Heart cities, certainly that's a tremendous effort led up by uh, um, Jim Berg and uh, Jim's effort uh, making Purple Heart cities, counties. And Bill, you can certainly attest to the fact and. I've got to say that Bill is right out front. We have um, the North Carolina Panthers, uh, and uh, all through Texas, we're having universities named after Military Order of the Purple Heart. And uh, so it's a continual learning process and that effort for us to get the word out to the populace, to the military uh, community upon discharge. Uh, seems like there's one commonality is when it comes time to discharge, everybody wants to get away as quickly as possible, and they're changing that. They gave us an option of a room with a couple of clipboards or getting on back to our loved ones. And most of us from Vietnam, we chose the loved ones rather than the clipboard. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't hear about it for many years. Now they're making that a mandatory sit-down and a, and a real debriefing process. So the opportunity will come since we are not directly affiliated with the government military uh, organizations. We don't have the right to bring military order, the Purple Heart, directly to them. So they hear about us on the on the ricochet, if I can use that term. And so we're trying to bring that uh, uh, information to them in a quicker fashion so that they can integrate into us and be part of us and we can extend those benefits and that help that we ourselves know fully what's necessary and what's needed. So it's a challenge, but we're up for that challenge and we're working hard to shrink that timeline from uh, post-service uh, to uh, getting the aid from us that have been there and done that. All right. All right. Can I uh, add on to that, uh, to what Jim just said? Uh, do you mind? Uh, the uh, military order to Purple Heart is uh, chartered by uh, Act of Congress. Uh, we're second to uh, the uh, Medal of Honor. Uh, the Medal of Honor is first, and then the uh, military order to Purple Heart, and then the rest of the military organizations, uh, nonprofit organizations, follow behind us. 
we we kind of keep uh, things to ourselves. Uh, we're a nonprofit organization. Ninety-seven percent of everything money that we raise goes into the uh, support of the military order of the Purple Heart and what we do for our veterans and our uh, combat wounded veterans. Uh, it is very hard for us to have people understand uh, what that medal means to you. And when you when you see it on somebody's chest, uh, they recognize it, but they don't understand the organization itself and what we do for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have the funds, nor do we take the funds to do any publicity. We, we don't have... Uh, $20 million to do publicity. We don't have uh, the time to do uh, radio spots, uh, 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 donate X amount of dollars to the Purple Heart Organization, nor, nor do we do television spots. But we can do it other ways, and we do, and we, and we work very, very hard at it, and we're very successful at it. We're becoming known around through the civilian population. And believe me, folks, uh, the military order of the Purple Heart cannot do it alone. We need help from everybody. And that's why we Absolutely. tap into the civilian population, because they can open doors for us. And it is not unheard of uh, the, to belong to the, uh, the Chamber of Commerce. Uh, it's not unheard of to uh, rub elbows with the, the, the county commissioners and everybody. It's not unheard of to be invited to their dinners and stuff. Uh, we are now becoming accepted into the community as part of them, and that's what needs to be done to where when we do advertise in our small way, it's heard almost immediately. Uh, and I'll give you a good example. Uh, he, he was, uh, Jim was touching about uh, colleges becoming Purple Heart Colleges. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to admit to this one. I, I really plug this one. Southeast Conference, Alabama, Tennessee. Carolina, Clemson, uh, Florida, Florida State are now Purple Heart Universities. Uh, Troy State is now a Purple Heart University. Northwest Florida University is a, is a Purple Heart University. Uh, we've come up with so many programs after we knock on the, these people's doors that they help us do other things that we would like to do. Uh, and one of them is, I'll tell you one is, is really something is we are now in <coughs> With Troy University and Northwest Florida State College nursing program, to where we're teaching the nurses who are getting ready to get their RNs uh, what to expect from a civilian military guy in a civilian hospital. These nurses, after they get their uh, their training and everything, they go to civilian hospitals and they don't know how to deal with military personnel. And believe it or not, there's an awful lot of military personnel that go to civilian hospitals because. VA doesn't have the room or is not available to them. So they are not really sure how to deal with this ex-colonel or this ex-general or this ex-command sergeant major or this ex-sergeant major or this ex-platoon sergeant who are a little gruff and a little rough around the edges and uh, kind of expect things to be a certain way. And now they know how, now they're learning how to deal with them. And now they're learning how to do all this stuff. And now we've got a block of instructions of two hours on each one of these nursing programs in both of these universities. And that's an accomplishment for us, the Military Order of Purple Heart, and that's a way to get our, our word out to everybody. Great. That's right. Commander Everett, what about, you know, I think we need to get out also that you help all veterans and with the claims, the homelessness, the jobs. Did I miss anything? Uh, no, I sure didn't. Okay. Uh, we got one other program, uh, and, and I want to touch on this just a little bit so everybody understands uh, uh, we have a program called VABS. Uh, it's an all-volunteer program. Uh, 
we go around to the hospitals and clinics and things of that nature, and we do a lot of work that other people are supposed to do, and we volunteer many, 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 many hours. And when I say many, many hours, we're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands. In fact, uh, they, are, they are expecting uh, this year uh, to do something close to uh, 140,000 hours of volunteer work from the military order to Purple Heart which releases uh, for the VA, uh, frees up about 75 full-time employee positions for VA, paid uh, positions to where they don't have to pay for. So that's quite an accomplishment for the the MOPH. And that's for everybody. That's for the veterans, uh, uh, wounded veterans. uh, That's all of them, everybody. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's That's pretty good. So... What's next for the uh, MOPH? Well, I know uh, that's a good question. <laughs> it covers a lot of territory. <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Well, uh, we we repeat, 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 and uh, and I want everybody to understand that uh, the MOPH is made up of World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq veterans, uh, and Desert Storm. Don't let me forget the Desert Storm. Uh, we are are still recruiting because uh, our population is dying quicker than we can recruit. Uh, we're, yeah. we're losing a lot of uh, Vietnam veterans. We're losing uh, a lot of World War II veterans. Uh, uh, the Korean veterans seem to be uh, stable for a, a period of time, and then we lose a lot of them for some unknown reason. Uh, we need to recruit, recruit, recruit. Now, uh, is there a lot of Purple Heart recipients out there? My word, there's over a million of them out there. Uh, we don't know where they're located at. Uh, we don't know uh, if they passed away. Uh, we just keep plugging away and plugging away and plugging away. And once you start making your name known in the civilian population, they recognize it. They want to become a member, and they come out of the woodwork. And believe it or not, I went on into a city and made it a Purple Heart city with the mayor, and we were, excuse, <coughs> excuse me, we were talking and come to find out he is a Purple Heart recipient, and so is his brother. Guess who joined the following day? Hmm. That's the way we find out things. They didn't know anything about it. And he is, yeah. both of them are Vietnam veterans. Can you imagine yeah. it? Wow. Yeah. You know, I live, in Volusia, I live in Volusia County, Florida, and uh, one of the oldest um, uh, Purple Heart cities is DeLand. I just learned that. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty, it pretty excited. I, I was, I'm right there, practically. I'm only like five minutes away from DeLand. Well, did you know that... Uh, you have 40, uh, 45 Purple Heart cities and counties in the state of Florida. Wow. That, no. that have signed up and said, yes, we want to be uh, Purple Heart. And uh, you have uh, 14 counties that are Purple Heart counties in the state of Florida. That's phenomenal. Yeah. And you, now you have a newspaper that's uh, a Purple Heart uh, designator. Uh, the uh, Crestview uh, News Bulletin, circulation of about, uh, I think, about 25,000. Wow. That's unbelievable. Well, we're going to pop in and take a short break again, but before I do, we're going to just—I just want to remind everyone about American Heroes Network. It's not just a radio program. In order for you to stay updated on what's going on within the network, on your phone, text the word "hero" to eight zero four six four. That way, you'll receive all the latest updates as they happen. By the way, all our past shows are archived. On demand, 24-7, just go to the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda, Bill, Jim, Charles, and our guest, Commander Everett. 
You're listening to the American Heroes Network, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. The American Heroes Network team depends entirely on voluntary financial support, advertisers, and sponsorships to keep the voice of our veterans alive and bring awareness, education, excitement, and most importantly, hope to the gray reality that exists for the hundreds of thousands of troops that are home and coming home. You can now become part of the elite team and help support our veterans. Your support is needed more than ever before. Become part of the Silent Heroes support team today. The Silent Heroes support team levels start as low as $26 per year. That's only 50 cents a week. Go right now to AmericanHeroesNetwork.com and join today. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Thank you for your support. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. That's AmericanHeroesNetwork at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Commander Bill Everett. And um, let's talk a little bit about ROTC. Uh, ROTC is a, uh, is a, a very uh, visible uh, program in the... Uh, Region 4 area in the southern states, uh, we have probably the, the highest number of uh, participants, uh, schools in that, in that thing. Uh, what we do is we give a leadership award to a junior who is getting ready to become a senior, uh, and we present him with a certificate, and we also present him with a, uh, a replica of a, the military order, the Purple Heart, the Purple Heart itself. Uh, and we pin them, and uh, this uh, this medal is generally worn all the time when those individuals, uh, youngsters, uh, cadets, are in dress. Uh, that's the only medal they wear. That's, that's the only one that they seem to be really, really proud of. Uh, we take uh, our uh, membership. Uh, uh, they fight over who's going to be able to uh, give the uh, 
the citation to the cadet because it's uh, so visibly uh, produced. We get it in the newspapers. Uh, some of them have even hit a couple of local magazines. Uh, we get dressed up. Uh, we look very, very professional, and uh, we do a good job. And believe it or not, about uh, 75% of uh, the chapters in uh, Region 4 are giving out uh, $100 gift certificates or $100 uh, scholarship to go to their uh, following uh, school. Uh, very high visible, very, very, very well done. We we do a good job in Region Four Hundred. I, this is Jim. I agree, uh, Bill. Uh, Roger Newell is the uh, is the officer in charge of the ROTC program, and Roger's continually trying to uh, expand the program. And I've witnessed uh, entire parade fields uh, uh, filled with ROTC cadets, both young men and women, with scholarships and uh, eager and uh, and so proud of that position and that association with. And it's a tremendous outreach, and it brings a high degree of satisfaction for us as they ask us to be involved. And uh, it also is a connecting network by which uh, we can get that message out again to the veterans in the community that we exist, and we're here to help them. All right. Jim, why don't you tell us a little bit about the convention that's coming up this uh, August? Well, it's a, it's a tremendous opportunity for us to join together as uh, patriots and uh uh, arms and to come together to uh, do the business of the order and to um, bond again with all those leaders from across the United States. Uh, frankly, it's an overwhelming opportunity and a privilege to uh, be among so many uh, um, doers and shakers. And I've got to say, going back to my first uh, comments, as you said, how I met Bill back in 2009, it's real evident when you're around certain leaders uh, such as Bill, when you see the absolutely untiring effort that Bill brings to the table to connect with all veterans. Um, still to this day, the combat hero that uh, Bill is, and I know he's kind of maybe feeling a little bit uh, anxious with these statements, but Bill will still end our conversations and say, I love you. And I'll tell you what, that is such an incredible thing for for two warriors to look at each other and to come together and to know that there's that type of relationship that exists. And that's the challenge that we uh, put forth to our community of veterans out there. We're here to help you, and we're anxious to help you. And for those Purple Heart veterans that are hearing this broadcast and have not come to a national convention, my plea for you is to please join us this August, uh, and it's the 5th through the 9th, and we'll be in Denver, Colorado, the Mile High City. It's the place to be. All right. All right. And, of course, Commander Everett, you're going to be there? Oh, certainly. I'll be there with bells All on. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. What states are you at? Do you actually, what's your region? I have uh, Tennessee, Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi, <laughs> Uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, and Puerto Rico. So you're not too yeah. busy, huh? No, I'm not busy at all. <laughs> no, I'm responsible for all those guys, and, and they do a fantastic job. Believe me, they. I have some real fine leadership. I really do. That's yeah. fantastic. That's fantastic. Amazing. Amazing. Well, we're proud of Bill's efforts, and uh, we're proud of the military order, and we're really proud of American Heroes Network and all that's brought to us here, Gary, Linda, and Charles. Uh, Charles, I, I don't know if he's still with us. I think he's just ducked into the White House, believe it or not. So uh, we're he proud did. of the efforts. All right. 
Now, Bill, okay. did you did you know about uh, what the, the American Heroes Network working with the uh, Military Order of the Purple Heart? Uh, I have for a while, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, um, and we're going to be coming out with uh, some um, uh, products, uh, and it's going to be bringing uh, some a lot of funding for the uh, uh, military uh, order, the Purple Heart. That's so, outstanding. That's yes. outstanding. And that's going to be uh, coming out in July, and uh, the first part of the, before July 4th, and uh, we want to give it a big push for the next two months, so that way uh, all your members, uh, friends, family, um, the general public can uh, knows about this, and it's actually going to be also apparel um, that's going to where rather a percentage comes back to the uh, uh, military or the Purple Heart. So it's all happening, and it's it's going to be something that's uh, fantastic. Oh, outstanding! Yeah, and we need everybody's help to do that. <laughs> We're proud of so, your efforts, Gary. Well, I appreciate it, Jim. Well, this is, yeah. this is where the civilian population comes in. This is yes. where we have to reach out and touch somebody. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's, that's why true. having this sort of kind of program where you're raising the awareness, but I also think all of your efforts to reach out to the younger veterans, to tap both into the... They can tap into your wisdom, but it also helps to renew and refresh the organization with new thoughts and ideas. And these are the kinds of things that keep an organization vibrant and growing over time. So, Gary, you need to get that water out prior to the convention. We're saying nobody buy and drink water until ours comes out. (laughs) Very, very dehydrated, but okay. (laughs) That's right. Well, we only have a little more than two minutes left. And uh, Commander Everett, we want to thank you uh, very much for being on our show today. And, sir, what would you like to share with our listeners in closing? One thing is, if you know a Purple Heart recipient and he's not a member, please give him my phone number or my address or my email address, and let's get him into the organization where we can help each other. All right. Is Bill Forbes still with us? I guess he got stuck. How about you, Jim? Yes, I am. Okay. Would you like, uh, what would you like to share with our listeners? Well, I, uh, I like to continue to uh, encourage uh, Bill. Bill uh, Everett is uh, one of our shining lights in the order, and uh, nothing but good things come from his efforts. And I say that with all sincerity. We're proud of Bill. I am personally proud of Bill and his efforts and all the veterans that he touches every single day. His beautiful wife and he are a, are a strong team, and nothing but good has come from all of that effort. Thank you, Bill. Thank you. Thank you. Linda? I always just say God bless those that are helping everybody else out there. So thank you to those who are listening, uh, those who will put forth the name of those who they know have a Purple Heart, because we have some very, very modest veterans out there who do not toot their own horn, but this organization could truly help them. So hopefully our listeners will spread the word, and it will grow in the community, and please contact your local branch of the Military Order of the Purple Heart. All right. Today's show has thank been brought you, to you by. You're yes, thank you. Today's show has been brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand, twenty four seven, on AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. And remember, the American Heroes Network spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families, anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm Gary Ray, along with Linda. Bill, Jim, Charles, and along with our guest, Commander Everett, signing off. And thanks for listening to our American Heroes Network. 
powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and have a terrific week. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. Please join Gary Ray and his co-host Linda Crater again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living free. We're a quilt of many colors, and we breathe red, white, and blue. We're America, your country, and America wants you. America wants you. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 